What is up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Sibling Rivalry, the comic book club show hosted on the re newly rebranded Shalomaste Comics YouTube yeah. website, everything. Um, uh, Rivalry is a comic book club, so Anna and I choose books that we, uh, we want to read uh, each week, and um, we read them, and then we sit down, we judge the pants off of them um, and talk about whether or not it'd be a good pickup for, for you guys. And then we also kind of like hearing what you guys think about the comics. So be sure to like, subscribe, uh, leave a comment down below. Let us know what you think of the comic book itself. Let us know if you agree with what we think or if you have um, a completely different opinion. We want to hear. Um, and I host this show with my wonderful sister, Anna Ken. Uh, and this week we read two volumes instead of the normal one. Yes. What? Uh, but still less pages than when I made us read Zatanna. That's like <laughs> me in the future ever being like, Ben, we're reading Batman Nightfall. Uh, that's a really good one, and I would be totally down to read that, though. I actually have the first one in my room as a book book. Yeah, that's... that's a... I mean, that does us no good in terms of, no. you know, dreaming, but... <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I, I chose this because I am a... Uh, I'm a really big uh, Brian Michael Bendis fan. Um, and uh, I believe... This is his first book after his contract ended with Marvel. Um, so this is his first book kind of on his own. And um, just looking at the, at the cover um, and like some of the little like preview art for inside, I, I was immediately grabbed by this book and was like, I want to check this out. Um, and uh, I mean, again, being Brian Michael Bendis, I couldn't, I, it just gave me more reason to uh, to want to check the book out. And the, the art was done by, by Michael Gatos. I think that's how you say his name. I could be wrong. I could be butchering it. Um, but, uh, but yeah. So uh, that was really my, my whole reasoning for picking it out. And... Um, Anna's camera kind of froze a little bit in a, in a really, really good. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, so I picked it because mainly because of the, the cover art and uh, liking the author. Um, that was like the, the huge, huge reason behind picking what, uh, what I did. And um, personally, I, I think just to just to go like right off the bat, you and I kind of discussed this a little bit earlier today. I think what this book really made me realize about about comics is that when I sit down and read a comic, I think I just prefer the superhero story. Um, I think you just prefer fantasy, fantasy like sci-fi kind of kind of story, and I, I think something that stretches believability. Right. Um, this one was uh, definitely not that. Um, this one was definitely more just a, a work of fiction. Um, 
not to say that I, I thought it was bad, um, because I, I did not think it was bad. I just don't think this was for me. I have such a hard... There are so many things about this book where I'm like, I don't know if this is I don't like this because it's not my taste or I don't like this because I think it wasn't executed as well as it could have been. And I'm leaning more towards it's probably just not to my taste. Mm -hmm. I mean, in terms of dialogue and storyline, there were a lot of moments that felt incredibly rushed. Um, but at the same time, there were also a lot of moments that felt like they just dragged on. Well, like conflict moments felt like they just dragged on. But in terms of relationship development, I felt like it was extremely <laughs> fast paced to an unbelievable degree. Okay. And like, okay. Rick as a character. Seemed stupid. He really, really did. I, like, I, I really enjoyed his character when he was in Japan. Owner guy. Yeah. In his twenties. Yeah. Um, I did find him pretty funny when he was in Japan. Um, and uh, you know those scenes where he was like live blogging or video or just vlogging. That funny that was enjoyable but i mean the moments where he interacts with the yakuza or the yakuza were talking about him like that entire dialogue between pearl and her cousin uh -huh. about her needing to break up with him that entire conversation sounded so fake uh-huh no i agree there, and th so that like the dialogue bothered me because i didn't know if like and there was a lot of profanity when it didn't really need to be there which i know a lot of people watch things like that and i just don't so i think that might be a taste thing not necessarily and and i don't i, I don't even think it's necessarily like it, it, it's probably it has to do with the taste thing because i don't think that that took took me out of the story at all because in this like realm in in this world I I feel like there would be a lot of cursing. But that's, I understand a lot of cursing, but in the same degree of like how a lot of the dialogue felt forced, a lot of the cursing was just like thrown in there to be like, I think they should say something because we haven't thrown an F-bomb in here in a while, in a few pages. I, I think I kind of, I, I, I agree with you on a lot of the forced conversation. I don't agree with you on, on that. I, there, there wasn't, like, a, a gratuitous cursing takes me out of, of dialogue a lot. I did not have that problem reading through any of this. Um, and I, I, I do personally feel like it just, it fit a lot uh, of, of, like, the conversation. And, and part of it could be I spent eight years of my life in the last, you know, 10 years of my life living in San Francisco. Um, so hearing all of the stoner druggies and all of that talking, just walking by them. I feel like that, that might be, that could potentially be, it's not a world that I'm not used to already. Uh -huh. 
Um, so for for me, it didn't it didn't take me out that much. Um, but I can I, I can definitely see how yes, it was a lot of cursing. And as someone who does usually get turned off by again gratuitous cursing, I could see how uh, how your opinion is that way. Um, yeah, it could lend to the story. I think that on top of my feelings of forced dialogue, that those two in combination just then made it seem even more so. For sure. So. Absolutely. Uh, um, but the go ahead. Overall story was interesting. It was interesting, um, for sure. Um, it definitely had some some of those moments where I, I was definitely like, huh, I did not see that coming. Um, and I, I, I think that one moment would be her mom being a big clan boss. Yeah. yeah. Um, like that, that was definitely, that was definitely not something I saw coming from the, uh, from this story. Um, Yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, it was another one of those things where I don't think I could ever imagine myself reading this weekly or however frequently it came out. Yeah. Yeah, I would I would I would agree with you. There was on... a lot of jumping, uh-huh. like time hopping. And I mean, they did a very good job in. With their little, like, text blocks, especially with the road trip scenes and things like that, that kind of followed you through the story. But, I mean, you ended one volume, and then all of a sudden, you were, I mean, in volume one, they ended, volume, no, volume two, the first couple of comics ended in with you in Portland and then you flip the page and all of a sudden you're in Tokyo and there was this huge cliffhanger in Portland. So you're just like, mm-hmm. what just happened? <laughs> yeah. Um, there, there was definitely a lot of that. Uh, I think. Which it was well done, but I don't think, I think that would have turned me off on a week to week thing. Yeah. I'm trying to, to look at uh, how, how the uh, issues originally came out. Um, because as far as I know, they just came out in volumes. Okay. But I could be mistaken. But I think that they just came out in volume. And I mean, I also want to preface like what I'm about to say with I am not a prude in like what I'm reading. However, a lot of like some of the things that happened with the was it the endo twins yeah i was kind of like are you kidding me yeah yep <laughs> why am i reading this no any t- i think that was that was what i disliked the most anytime the endo twins came into the story at all I, I was just kind of like what is the point of you being here because i truly believe that this same kind of story could be told with just pearl Pearl, Mike, and uh, Kai? Was that his name? Oh, yeah, 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 Kai. The... Oh, I froze again. That's okay. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, no, I didn't enjoy their characters, and I felt like them and Rick dumbed down the entire story. Yeah. To a degree where I was, where I was like, why? <laughs> Uh-huh. Why are they there to do that? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I I really. <sighs> Pearl's tattoos were interesting and cool. I thought I thought the uh, I thought the story behind how she did her tattoos were was really cool. Um, still very curious how she did her back. I'm sure she's very curious how she did that, too. Well, she's very curious about she, all of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I think that's that was, first off, the tattoo designs in, in this book. Mwah, chef's kiss. Like, absolutely beautiful. Um, and hers were my favorite. What's that? Hers were my favorite. Hers were your favorite? Yeah. Or, okay. Um, and, uh, the fact that, like, her tattoos would really only show under, like, strong emotions, I thought that was really, really quite cool. Um, mm -hmm. Anna, on Discord, oh, never mind. Yeah. Never mind. Your okay. video just randomly came back. Um, you know, I thought her tattoos were, were awesome. I, this is like one of the things that I was also kind of disappointed in. This didn't impact anything about the story or anything like that. I wasn't. I keep freezing and that one's a terrible <laughs> face. Um, but. Was uh, the tattoo artist that did her spider. Yeah. Wanted to know the story behind him because. Kim kept making it sound like there was so much more to why Pearl would be so interested in somebody who recognized the artist. And then Pearl is kind of disinterested when she learns that, oh, he's just another tattoo artist. <laughs> That's why he knows this guy. Uh -huh. And so it's like, but then why was the real reason you were all excited about somebody knowing the tattoo artist? And you never learned. Yeah. Honestly, it did not impact the story at all. I was nope, just curious. It, it did not. But there, there were quite a few things that, that were like that that came up that were like, oh, cool. Oh, cool. And then they never got revisited again. Yeah. Like, I feel like she was only a hitman for the Yakuza for like two seconds. And that the, yeah. whole, the whole her becoming oh. one just did not make that. That was a leap. That that the Yakuza boss, uh, Mr. Mr. Is it Mr. Mike or is it Mr. Meek? Oh. Because I, I say Mr. Mike. Because I know H-I-I -I in Japanese is, is he. I have no idea. Okay, me neither. Um, I apologize, too. Same. I could have looked it up. I know I know people that, that speak Japanese, and I could have looked it up and figured it out ahead of time, but I didn't. I didn't even think about it. I just assumed Mike, which is terrible of me. 
Yeah. Oh my goodness, my faces are stupid when they keep freezing. <laughs> oh my gosh, guys, if you are listening to the podcast version of this, I am so sorry, but <laughs> something is going on with Anna's computer where it is just freezing her camera every few minutes, and it's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you're enjoying it with me. So, um, but yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I feel like um, Mr. Mike. Um, made quite the leap of, okay, she defended herself, now I'm going to make her a Yakuza hitman. Because yeah. she, she does this, she has a cool tattoo, and she's an awesome tattoo artist. He doesn't know about her tattoo. Oh, that's right. It wasn't until later. Was right. Right. Which is worse. Like, yeah, 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 absolutely. 100%. A cool tattoo, it's because, you know, you're born. Yeah different yep she's just built different i don't know why you're laughing i don't really understand are you laughing at my face that it froze on again my face isn't even that bad in that one um anyway i'm just psycho wise guys she's got psycho eyes okay i look dead inside with that smile Mm -hmm. but anyway um Yeah, so I have a really hard time, which I guess I'll get into when we do judging, but or judging, but scoring. I have a very hard time knowing if I didn't like it, and that should be my how my score is reflected. But it wasn't bad. I just didn't like it. But Mm. then I don't know where on the like was it good, good, or was it just okay, good, in terms of the spectrum. Right now. Something I did really enjoy about this book, um, and it was one of one of the two main reasons I picked it, I really did enjoy the art in it. Um, you obviously have different opinions. Um, this was another thing where I'm extremely torn. I thought it did some really, really interesting things, and you and I picked some of the same um, pages and panels. I liked how... Um, different, uh, I really liked when they used, um, the, like, onomatopoeias, they put, like, the comic book art, like, the image art, in those, uh, in those sounds. Um, I thought it, I thought it added to the story really, really well, especially in, like, those violent parts. Um. I think it was well utilized in some parts. But because people liked it, they overutilized it, which made it hard to read in other areas in terms of what was happening in the scene and what was hap- what was being said, like mm-hmm. what the onomatopoeia was, which I don't know if anybody cares about that other than me, but I do <laughs> care about reading what the onomatopoeia is. I didn't care as much because I was always able, even if I couldn't figure out what the sound was, I could look at the the art in it and figure out what it was essentially... Maybe not exactly what the sound they were trying to make was, but I could, my brain was able to put it together. As to for me, there was still, there were moments in it, which we don't have saved for the slideshow purposes, but there were moments where they used the onomatopoeia, um, and you, I could not gauge what was drawn inside it, because the entire page were the same color scheme, and it, they did a lot of busy backgrounds, which then distracted from 
the storytelling what was happening mm-hmm. where you couldn't actually see what was happening because the background was so busy that you lost things yes there were definitely a lot of those those moments where there was so much going on in it that i was like okay and there was definitely this one that i'm thinking of in particular that was mostly like an orange and yellow scene with the words and another red and yellow scene on or yeah, red and yellow scene in the wood in the words with a full red and yellow background and the full uh, panel story panels were also in that same color scheme. And I was like, I can't tell what the heck I'm looking at in any of it. Um, and that was just an issue that I had throughout. And then there was another thing. They did it well. But something that bothered me through, like, on and off were the different art styles that they adapted for different moments of time. Uh-huh. So, like, it was interesting having some flashbacks, but none of the flashbacks were a consistent... Like, the, the art style was not consistent across the flashbacks. No. And like, her funeral was, like, almost all just that monochrome black and white. Yeah, but, yeah, like, yeah. And then you have others that literally look like somebody took a photo and uh-huh. then put a filter on top of it, yes. which all of those ones I didn't like. I agree. I, I strongly disliked every moment where I saw characters and it literally just looked like somebody took a photo mm-hmm. and was like, it's supposed to be art. So we got to put a filter over it to make it look like art. Like hand-drawn art. Not that photography is not art. Not that filters isn't an art form. That's not what I mean. But that kind of jump back and forth in a very collage kind of way bothered me because I don't like it, but I don't think they did it bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I did enjoy. What? I, I agree. Continue. I did enjoy, um, uh, as much as I don't usually like very strong, like mood shifts and contrasts, uh, from page to page or like pages next to each other. They did a really good job with their storytelling with establishing place. Yeah. With the type of medium that they chose mm-hmm. or the type of style that they chose. Um, and usually not all... all of the color changing and the, the like art style changing would be incredibly jarring to me, but I feel like in the environment that they, cr- that they created here, it worked uh, most of the time. Yeah, it, and it did a very good job of establishing place right away. Yeah. So, um, like, you, this filter was for the club. This exactly. filter was for the casino. Um, and I do say filter because that is exactly what it looks like. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I have to say, like, one of my... One of my favorite places any time they were there was uh, in the, uh, what is it, her uncle's, um, like, casino? main, yeah, but in, like, the back room of the casino. Yeah. With, with all the jellyfish and the, the blues and, and all of that. Any time they were there, I was just like, oh, this is great. This is beautiful. I love this. Um, so yeah, I, I was I was really really happy anytime uh, anytime they were there because I thought that was absolutely it was those that was a stunning um, environment setting in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I did find that the 
slide that's currently on there with the green and orange mm -hmm. in the very, very beginning when the motorcycle gang comes in yeah. and starts shooting up the place. I think that and I think I had one other moment where it was a super jarring change. But this one was the first time that ever happened. Uh huh. So that's probably why that one was particularly jarring for me, because it was like, what? <laughs> where am I? Exactly. Um, and really, the only reason I have that image saved in the slideshow is I was I was testing out to make sure that my uh, uh, my tool for making the slideshow was working. Good job, Ben. Yeah, it works. I did it. Woo! Go me. Um, and then any again, any time that you saw her sketchbook or just any of the tattoo art in general, I I loved it. I loved it. It those was were meta. My it was very meta. <laughs> yeah, and I I enjoyed those because I was like, oh, that's totally all of those pages scattered is one hundred percent what my my room looks like when I'm working on a new a new thing, I, and I, know. I felt. Like these were the only, did you say, you know? Yeah. You lived here for a bit and you, you had things scattered about in a messy fashion before. That's right. I mean, it looks messy, but it has a purpose. Yeah, sure but anyway, um, and I also enjoyed those moments because I felt like those were the only moments where I was like, yes, that, that is drawn mm -hmm. <laughs> for sure. That was drawn. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, again, I think, I think for me personally, I, I'm in a similar boat as you when it comes to the scoring, I think I am going to try to look at it as objectively as possible. Um, because like I, objectively, yeah. I, I think the, the story was good. It just wasn't the story, like, it, it wasn't a, a book for me. Um, mm -hmm. I think I'll, I'll stick to, you know, my superheroes, my post-apocalypses, and, you know, th things like that um, when it comes to, to comic books for, like, my own personal tastes. Um, yeah. And, I mean, there, obviously there will be the books, I'm sure, that are out there that will change my mind. This one, this one's not that. Um, but that's not to say that it wasn't it wasn't good, it wasn't well done, you know, all of that. I thought I thought it did I thought it did what it did well. Um and uh, I think the settings were I, I especially liked the settings. Um you know, I, I I still feel homesick every once in a while for uh for San Francisco. Um just because I, I loved living there minus, you know, the cost of living there. Um, and New York. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, same with Japan. I loved the depiction of Japan. I loved them walking around, um, like seeing all these little tiny restaurants and, um, yeah. shops and things like that. It was, it was, I, I could I could feel a um, a respect for the the settings, um, and I, I I did I I 
I felt like again, it was it was really well done. I just don't know that it was the book for me. Yeah, I'm still stuck on a few of the characters that were in the book that I'm like, I don't understand why they were there. Uh-huh. For me to be like, because I feel like they were probably meant to be there for comedic relief, but they were comedy as being stupid characters, not comedy as being funny characters. Uh huh. Which takes you out of the story for me, because like I was disinterested in them. Uh huh. Absolutely. Um, so- I, that's kind of how I felt about the FBI character. Even at the end of it, I really, I, I really don't understand what purpose she had in the book. Well, and I feel like she completely flipped character-wise from when you first see her, and they're like, "Oh, it's going to be such an easy one," and then, "Oh yeah, I had to deal with your mom," type of a thing, and I was like, "What?" Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um. Also sad that we didn't actually get to learn the meaning of that tattoo. Aside from it being a symbol for all of them to be united. At the very, very end of volume two. And, oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. When they. Yeah. Because, I mean, Pearl to her mom was like, I can tell you exactly what it means. And then it just goes into her in present day saying it's a symbol for us to wear. And I was like. Why aren't you telling me what it means? Me hanging. Yep. Yep, we sure are. And those things frustrate me because those are kind of like such throwaway moments where uh, someone could be like, oh yeah, this is going to be super deep, but I don't know how deep because I don't know what I want it to mean. So we're just going to glaze over it and everyone's going to be like, oh, deep, man. Stoner way. Yeah. Sorry. No, no, no. You're, you're, you're absolutely fine. Um, this is an evening where uh, Aelin is very, very upset. So I'm trying to... Oh. <laughs> we're, we're, we're doing the whole cry it out method. So I'm trying to just sit here and not do anything. And- but, uh, mm-hmm. but talk about our comic. But, but, you know, that little little shred of my heart is trying to... It's just like, oh, I'm just, 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 just stop. Um, yeah. <clears throat> really quickly, because I haven't touched on a couple of these in the slide for mm. reasons why I picked them. There was the one where at the end of volume two, where she shoots the biker gang and the one where she shoots the bodyguard or Mr. Mike in the head. Can't okay. remember which one. Which I mostly saved for composition and overall, like, cinematic appeal. Uh-huh. I also, though, for the one specifically in the her uncle's back room at the casino, color-wise, color story was stunning. Yes. And jellyfish. Um, <laughs> which, again, for me, the jellyfish look like a photo of jellyfish with a filter on them. Uh, yeah. I mean, I... I th- so... Looking at a lot of the art, um, you know, you, you touched on them looking like photographs. I, I agree with you, and that's part of why I, I do enjoy the art a lot. Um, and you bring up filters and, and things like that. I'm looking at it, and I, I just think of some of the different kinds of, like, developing techniques that you can use in the darkroom. 
Um, and that's the kind of vibe that I get on a, on a lot of these as well. Um, like just the, the different kinds of, you know, dripping developer on some spots to, to highlight it or, um, you know, using tints and dyes during, during the, the processing, uh, part of it and all of that like yeah it's, it's kind of in a way similar to using digital filters but there's something that uh even though it does look like a lot of photography it still gives me like the old school photography kind of vibes yeah. not just the main uh, like film processing vibes not not yeah. digital processing that that makes me a little bit more inclined to appreciate it. For me, they reminded me of, um, what is it, photo booth on Apple computers? Uh-huh. That, like, I, I brought my laptop to school all the time, and when I didn't want to do something in school, I would turn on photo booth and just play with the filters. They remind me of the filters in photo booth specifically. But That's what we did at our, our wedding reception, is we set up uh, a laptop and put the, the oh, Mac yeah, yeah, photo yeah. booth on it. Yeah. Um, and it's not so much... I mean, I can't, I, I'm not inclined to pick up a comic book that looks like this necessarily and continue it, mm -hmm. um, for the art. I'm not turned off by the art and I can appreciate that how much time probably went into it, uh, into it, but it's not even fully photo and it's not fully like digital or hand-drawn art. It's such a collage of everything that I find unappealing for me. Mm -hmm. But compositionally, I know it's done well. Yeah, it, it, for, for me, it just, it felt like it worked. It did work. That's why I'm saying compositionally, yeah. it's done well. I, it's just, I don't favor it. No, oh, I understand. And I like experimental takes on it, uh, on comics in general, and this one was just not for me. Understandable. As an overall. Obviously, these panels that we're, like, showing, yeah, I've enjoyed these are... all of them, except for that one with um, Pearl and Rick with the green background. That one I used as an example to say, like, that's a busy, busy background, and then you're... You see these two bubbles, and you're like, why am I looking at these bubbles? And then you're like, oh, my God, there are people. Oh, my God, there are words. <laughs> <laughs> there, there were a couple uh, pages that just gave me a headache because I was like, I got to follow this, and I don't really know how to focus on it enough to read it. <laughs> For sure. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I've I've talked about my my favorite my my favorite scenes, um, and those those were the ones in uh, in the casino in the in the back room, um, and then yeah. I I love this the the notebook. I love um, <clears throat> all of the times when you get to see her flashback with the banana and the ink and her sketches. Awesome. Yeah, I also like that the buzz. It looks like a tattoo, but like the like it's written with a tattoo. Are they just called needles? Are they yeah, pens? I mean, as far as I know, it looks like that's what that's course. what it's written with. Yeah. Um, and like 
there were so many moments where I was like, oh my God, I love this art. And then, you know, you flip the page and it was the different art. And I was like, mm. okay, it's done well, but I want the book in this art. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but it. like we said, like it established place and time. Like a specific time, because there were these little one-off panels throughout the book that referenced a specific flashback. Mm. And with them all being different art styles, you immediately recognize which specific... Time period it was. Yeah, memory. Yeah. Which right. memory which it memory was. It was. Mm -hmm. um, and then the only other one that I have in there where people might be like, why is that in there? Is the one with the Endo Twins. With the full pink page. Um, and that's mostly just because of Illa, the storytelling composition. I always like it when they break the little sequential boxes. And yeah. I think that they, throughout the book, played with that. They, they did a lot of... In a uh, different way that was enjoyable. Yeah, they did a lot of that throughout the book. And that that's part of... That's what I, I appreciate it. And to, for me, none of it felt forced. Like, oh, this is something that people like to see. Let me just throw one of these in here and maybe sprinkle a little yeah, bit of that. A lot and... in the overall composition of every page. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I liked, I, I, I think the storytelling in the, the art was as good, if not maybe a little better than the storytelling in the words. I agree. Um, I agree. I mean, because some of the words, if you're talking like onomatopoeias and things like that, that became the artwork uh -huh. very much. And I did. It, I will say the words in terms of establishing place during the road trip and things like that and the passing of time was well done mm -hmm. and it was integrated into the artwork. It didn't just look like a title page. Right. So. Well. Should we should we start jumping into our ratings then? I think so. Oh, I also talked about the textures. And some of the backgrounds mm -hmm. in my notes um, for places and things like that. We said that some of them got super busy and distracting and hard to read while others I do want to point out that others did it very very well and and gave heightened or heightened the mood of the place especially in the club where Rick was a performing tattoo artist yes you uh, felt like deep bass you, you, <laughs> you really did it. you like going through uh, going through any of uh any of the club scene, you could just, you could feel the <laughs> going on in the background. And it's like, okay. Yeah, this, this fits. Um, and, yeah. And I enjoyed like the, the like kind of like Miami Vice kind of feel to it as well. And yeah, it was Miami yeah. Vice meets like 007 in, in this particular scene where she shoots that guy in the hand. And I love the perspective on seeing her through the hand was yeah. interesting and well done. It just, um, like I said, it reminds me of 007. Bit, yeah, and I wish she had a little bit more of a contrast than to the background. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but 
That's nitpicky. Yeah. All right. Story. I talk about the story. That's on you, boo. It is Not on in me. Like um, Never calling it out again. That's okay. Um, so I, I mentioned it a lot. I think this just wasn't the, it wasn't a story for me, but I can appreciate it was a well put together story. Um, it did bounce around a little more than, than I usually like for a comic book. Um, for like a novel, it would have worked a little bit better for me, I think. Um, in the in the sense of it jumping around as much as it did, um, but uh, I, I think it more episode. Sorry, no, no. I feel like the jumping around points for me wouldn't lend so much to a book, but to like TV show episodes. Yeah. Like, they live off. They leave off of the cliffhanger, and then you know the next episode starts somewhere completely different than the cliffhanger, which is the main reason why you're invested in this next episode, because you're like they gotta address what happened in the last episode mm -hmm. to keep you reading or watching. Rather, no, you know what it, you bringing that up. You know what the 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 flashbacks kind of reminded me of. Hmm. Um, did you did you watch Psych? Um, I watched. As long as, like, we're cool with spoilers at this point. Um, I watched Psych up to the point where he was about to propose to Juliet, and Juliet left him because she found out he wasn't really psychic. That was the last bit that I ever watched. I mean, I think there's only, like, one season after that, maybe two seasons after that. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I hope we're okay with spoilers for a show that's yeah. been over for a long time. Um, no, but at the beginning, so every episode of psych um the beginning of it is a flashback to sean's childhood usually with his dad that's kind of how i felt like uh this book was was doing it but it didn't i i know it had issues like not not like it had issues like volume 1 was issues 1 through 6 mm -hmm. um but i did not notice exactly where those breaks were so uh it could be that like that that's kind of how this one went um but yeah so uh, going back to the rating for the story i think it it wasn't a story for me but it was still an enjoyable story i also don't know that this is i wouldn't say this is brian michael bendis's best work either um I would I would actually say it's pretty pretty far from his his best work personally. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, <laughs> I I'm, I I'm, I <laughs> I don't know why I'm having such a, a struggle with uh, figuring out where it falls i think i think for me it probably lands in like seven territory on story um and again i just i feel like there's a, a lot that has been done better because mm -hmm. um, I think Bendis did like the Avengers vs X Men 
story. He did some of Civil War. He did what? Which one? Which Avengers versus X Men? Yeah, there's just a lot of like fights between them. Right, type right. Of no, no, no. I mean, like the the actual Avengers Maybe versus X Men. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah, I think I think story for me falls into seven. And I, I think that I think that's fair. Um, I don't think I'm being overly harsh. Again, I'm trying to be as objective as possible. It's hard sometimes to be that objective um, when, you know, you you when when you read comic books for fun, too, you know? <laughs> Yeah, um, I mean... It's not one that I would have continued probably reading for fun. No, I wouldn't have finished this if it wasn't for... for us reading it for right. this. Mm -hmm. um, I'm glad that we read both Volume 1 and 2, because I think if we had just read Volume 1, my score would be significantly lower. I agree. I think Volume 2 was better. Yeah, and it... it well, because I felt extremely confused throughout the entirety of Volume One. Agreed. It's it's, it's funny because uh, I was I was I finished reading Volume One, and I was I was in bed and I looked at Lee and I was like, I have no idea what I just read, and, and she was like, Was this was this Anna's pick? I'm like, no, this no. is my pick. Um, and <laughs> I'm sitting there. And I'm like, it's like this. This albino Asian girl, you know, owns a tattoo shop and it got shot up and, you know, the she's in Yakuza territory and the guy, you know, the Yakuza leader there is like, oh, you're going to be my new hitman. And she becomes a hitman and then is a bad hitman is a bad hitman. And, and then like they get mad at her, but they don't kill her. And I'm like, I, I don't know why she, she looked at me and she's like. It sounds like you know what's going on. It's just confusing. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay. I guess I, I guess I can at least summarize the story, but I have no clue why everything is happening. Exactly. And that's I, where I, I struggled. I, I was no like, what the story is is really about. Yes, exactly. Is it about yakuza? Is it about a tattoo artist? Is it about? <laughs> is it just going to be about her being a hitman? Is oh. it about her on the run from the Yakuza? Like, I had no idea by the end of Volume 1, honestly. Yeah, agreed. But uh, uh -huh. solid seven story-wise for me. So I was having a hard time because I felt... Which just makes me feel a little bit better. Because I think I'm scoring high, and I gave it a seven, but I think I'm scoring high for me because I didn't enjoy it. Uh-huh. And I was like, I don't know if this story actually deserves higher. And I'm just like shrouding it in my personal uh, lens, like of enjoyment. I didn't. But overall, I think that it introduced characters that were not needed, that didn't help the story, that took away from the story, uh, that were outright stupid. Between the Endo twins and, and Rick. Like, they were portrayed as kind of idiots. Um, you need a good idiot in your story. You need three of them? Sometimes. Okay. Um, 
I was extremely confused throughout all of the first volume as to where the story was going, which is why I don't think I would have stayed interested in the comic as it was being released, uh-huh. which for me is something that I want to include in my scores. Uh, yeah. How interested I would have, or how captivated I would have been reading them as they came out. Yeah. Um, so that's why I'm giving it a seven. And I, I did feel like a lot of the dialogue was very forced when it could have been written a little bit more natural and meaningful. And the one that gets me so bad is when she is dancing with her cousin because I loved that panel. And the only reason that panel didn't make it on my favorites is because the dialogue for me was so stupid. The dialogue ruined it. It did because the dialogue felt very forced, which then made me look at the pictures and I was like, oh, it kind of looks like stop motion dancing, which also looks forced. And then I was like, that's just being shrouded or that's why the reason I look at this and think the dancing looks forced is because I very much feel like the dialogue was forced. So then that ruined the entire page for me. And I was like, dang it. (laughs) So yeah, seven. All right. Well, that brings us to art. Which starts with me. So art wise, I appreciate the experimental kind of art style, the multiple different types of art style between what looks to be, I keep freezing in stupid ways, it looks to be traditional, digital, photographic, and collage of all of them Uh together in page in the pages. I think that how they structured a lot of the like the layouts was extremely creative. Um, I did feel like a lot of the storytelling in time passing in onomatopoeias and everything like that was really on the art. Uh-huh. I felt like a lot of it um, was gripping mostly because of how it was composed on the page. I did find the moments to be too busy. I didn't like a lot of the art styles as a personal thing. However, I can recognize that they were done well for being an art style that I just don't enjoy. Mm-hmm. So I give it an eight. Okay. I think that the busyness knocked it down. I think that um, the other things that I said knocked it down. Yeah. <laughs> well, keeping it up. I mean, it was. It, I I'm knocking it down for how all over the place it was. However, it was done really well for how it was all over the place. So maybe it should be a nine, but I wrote down in my notebook that it's an eight and I spent hours trying to figure out these scores. I'm going to stick with eight. (laughs) So Um, for me, I mean, I'm, I'm saying a nine pretty much for all of the same reasons that you said, Um, except for me, it was all art styles that I, I did really enjoy. Um, Like I, I, I don't have a lot of bad things to say about the art other than uh, for some of those flashback scenes and um, kind of some of those same really super busy backgrounds that 
were super really busy for no reason at all. And distracted um, you, and then you couldn't actually see what was happening. Yep, and then on top of that, there were times where I was already struggling just, like, reading everything that was on in the book. And then on top of that, having those really busy pages, too. It just, mm -hmm. it, it, it didn't, did not all go well together. Um, so that's, uh, that's the only reason that mine isn't a full-on 10. Um, I, I give this book, uh, art-wise, a 9. Again, there were just so many, so many scenes, environments, settings, whatever you want to call them, that I just stopped and stared at for a long time. Your book, your overall first. Yep. Um, so overall, I'm giving it an eight. Um, <clears throat> I, I, think, I think art carries quite a bit of the story here. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that, uh, you know, the, the world that they built around Pearl was, was really well done. Um, and, uh, you know, it's definitely, it is, I wouldn't recommend this to every new comic book reader, but I do know a few people who have never read comics that I would say, hey, you should check out this book because I think you'd like it. Um, just because of, you know, the, the Yakuza angle, um, the San Francisco setting, the tattoo artist, um, you know, character, and um, these kind of, like, super cliche, like, gangsterish kind of relationships going on and how silly and ridiculous they are. Um, like, I, I definitely know some people who I could recommend this book to. Um, I would, I, I would not... I would recommend it. What's that? I said, I don't know anybody who I'd recommend it to, but I could see myself recommending it to somebody. Yeah. Um, it's definitely not a book that I'll, like file away as, oh, this will never get recommended to anybody. Um, mm -hmm. Because there are definitely going to be people that I think would enjoy a book like this. Um, I think that if you're a big Brian Michael Bendis fan, this isn't going to be your go-to BMB book. Um, not like uh, not like Lowe was for Rick Reminder, who I, I still... Uh, I love those. That, uh, that, I want to continue reading those. I, I really need to continue reading it too. Though that, that was that was so good. Um, if you haven't seen that episode uh, in our in the YouTube channel, um, check it out. Um, same with if you're listening on on the podcast, "Low" by Rick Reminder. That might be one of my favorite books that we've read on this show. Um, just yeah, based, it, it was your pick. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, uh, so yeah. Uh, so yeah, overall, I think, I feel like an eight is, again, fair. It wasn't for me, but I could see how it would be for some people. And again, the storytelling was, was good. And the storytelling, both in art and in just the story itself, solid. A little wordier than, than most comics that I would, like, really like, but... 
It wasn't a hard read. No. So, and I mean, there were a couple of that we've read in the past where it was a little bit harder to read because the art didn't support that amount of text. Yes. So this one at least had a good balance. Uh, my overall score is also an eight. Okay. I think that the art speaks for itself better than the story uh-huh. or at least the written word. I don't want to say story because the overall story was interesting. Um, took very surprising turns. Um, I will really quickly just as a note say because I kept saying like the Endo twins and Rick were like stupid comedic relief or I felt like they were there for comedic relief, but I didn't think that they were done well. I thought that Kim was comedic relief done well. Yeah, like the sassy best friend kind of thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then where she like got a job in Toronto waiting for Pearl to come back. And that day was like, it was Portland, not Toronto, not Toronto. Toronto is very Um, far away. (laughs) (laughs) But and she was just like, bye. Yep. So um, I thought that she was comedic relief done well, whereas I thought the Endo twins and Rick were kind of throwaway characters. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so overall score was an eight. Um, I think that the book is probably better than how we're selling it just because we didn't like it. <laughs> I think <laughs> like it wasn't our, I mean, didn't like it. It wasn't my cup of tea. You said it wasn't your cup of tea. So, I mean, I feel like a lot of people... I think we've done a pretty good job at at being l- neutral. At being neutral, um, yeah. Like like you said, not our cup of tea, but still good. Mm-hmm. And I want to hear from people who are like super passionate about this book being absolutely amazing because I could see somebody really enjoying it. But Same. I would love to hear what makes you what makes this one of your favorite ones. Is it the art, or did you? thoroughly enjoy the overall story the overall like everything together mm-hmm. kind of like yeah. how uh, astro boy for our last uh, our last batch it's like we did not like it but the conversation that was had in the discord which you can join in a link in the description below um the the conversation that came up and and like going over why uh that book was really loved by by other people was really really quite a lot of fun um, so yeah, definitely join us in the comments below. Let us know, um, your thoughts on the book, especially if you, you know, we're, we're really big fans of it. If you completely disagree with us and thought the book was, was trash and we should have rated it accordingly. You can let us know that as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, next, next week is manga. Which and was my pick. Yes, it was. And it is called... Blue Period, Volume 1. I was going to say The Blue Period, but there is no The. If it's, my... it's just Blue Period. Yeah. Um, and uh, just so everyone else knows in the, in the future, um, real quick, thank you everyone who helped us get to 100 subs on YouTube. We are really, really excited that we were able to do that. And uh, because of you 100 subscribers out there. Um, we were able to, to get a custom URL for YouTube. So we're now youtube.com forward slash Shalomaste Comics. Um, oh, cool. I didn't know that. I didn't know you needed 100 subs to, to get oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
you need 100 subs to be able to get that. Um, and uh, because of that, we are putting out more content exclusively on the YouTube channel, not coming to the podcast stuff. Um, this is still going to be the only podcast that we are um, doing. So if you are listening to the audio version of this podcast, head over to the YouTube channel. We've got some other content coming out. Um, this is the first week where we've done um, Man Crush Monday and Woman Crush Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a uh, a What I've Been Reading This Week video coming out on Saturday, so the day after this comes out on YouTube. Um, and I will be doing that weekly um, as a uh, essentially Ben Pye's pull list um, kind of little short thing. Uh, there's also a video that came out this week. I bought a, a box of 50 mystery DC comics um, and did kind of an unboxing video. Um, so, uh, yeah, tune in for all of that content. Um, you can also find us... Uh, at Shaloma Stay Comics on Instagram and TikTok, hey. um, where we are posting our uh, kind of our, our short form content too. Um, I am trying to come up with all sorts of different things that we can post on the, the TikTok. Um, I'm thinking of doing things like little mini reviews on like Marvel shows, like What If, um, things like that. It kind of just depends on. Um, what uh, what people think of uh, the content there and what what gets some views, some likes, and all of that. Otherwise, you can follow... Yeah, I'm sorry, sorry say mind. that again? I was going to say, and TikTok can have, in the future, might have ads, like little clips of stuff that happens to kind of promote you to check us out on YouTube if we haven't motivated you already. Exactly. Uh, Anna, where can people find you on the internet? I'm on the Instagram. I have two accounts. I have a personal account, which is Anna underscore Riddick, and I have an art account, which is A Riddick underscore Designs. Yeah. How about you, Ben? They can find me everywhere on the internet um, at It's Ben Pie, I T S B E N P A I, and that's um, Twitter, Instagram, um, Twitch. Those are the three things that I that I use. Um, What's your art page, Ben? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My uh, my photography art that has not been updated in a while uh, on Instagram at Ben Pie Photo. Um, so yeah, check that out as well. And then of course you can find uh, uh, all of the different things uh, Shalom Stay Comics related uh, by visiting itsbenpie.com forward slash comic book club. Um, so yeah. Be sure to check that out. And uh, guys, until next time, Shalomaste. Okay.